Hi, welcome to Mare Studies. I'm one of your hosts, Jill. And I'm the other host. Yeah, Lucas. that I went up super high. I don't it know was, what happened. To it was great. Well, you were so like, we were just totally in mid conversation. Mid conversation. And I tried to like trip you up, but you just like pro. I'm a pro. There's a reason you are uh, uh, the host of not one, but two modestly successful podcasts, might I say. That's the one more modestly successful than the other. We are more modestly successful than Apartment oh, 4D. No, I meant one more successful than the other. Though. Yeah. But we're coming for them. Yeah, if you watch New Girl, please do go listen to my other podcast, Apartment 4D. But if you're here for musical reasons only, as I just texted you the other day, you shared with me some person who works somewhere that's very musical. Oh, shout out to Traveler Guitars. Okay, I don't know if I could say it. Yeah. Listen to the podcast, and I was like, I wonder if they're like, why is this girl here? <laughs> um, what I liked was like how the drums went fast and the sound was good. No, so what you'll be like is, what I like, I like is color. John's hair length. <laughs> And like that's really universal, right? Everyone can feel it. Everyone can vibe has an on opinion. That. Yeah. I think I'm more color commentary. I love that. Yeah. I went into it thinking I was the expert, but as it turns out, because I don't play an instrument or know anything about music, you are the expert. So I'm and the play-by-play. Play. You're mm -hmm. the analyst. Yeah. So let's open with. Oh no, we should open with what song we're doing. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Is it uh, my pick? This was your pick. This is my pick. Yeah. I picked no such thing. Yay! <laughs> yeah, episode twenty-five. No such thing. This was actually one of the songs that I had considered to be our very first episode song. I feel like it should have been. So it's amazing that it took us twenty-five episodes yeah. to finally come back around and do it. But I'm really excited for it. It's a, it's a fun song to talk about. I feel like it should have been the first because there's a universal experience. It feels like on mm -hmm. Instagram that this was everyone's first John Mayer song. Well, that's because well, we'll talk about why, but we'll wait till we get to the song bio for we that. We will. Part. <laughs> but I feel and why I chose it is because I feel like it's my first John Mayer song even though my stupid mouth technically is mm -hmm. because this song was very heavy on the radio right i think if you think john mary you think this song it's mm -hmm. like classic upbeat not romantic not dark i was like we need a departure we need to mix it up a little bit and i just i'm really excited to talk about it i think you say that but i think we've been doing a pretty six long succession of like happier songs I mean, but a lot of times we get upset, like we feel sad for him. Oh, By yeah. me, I mean me. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. Anyways, before we start with the podcast, we'll start to flashing back to last week's podcast. Last Train Home. Wonderful song. I really enjoyed it. Right? No one had any feedback for me to share, but I'm putting this in this part of the segment because I know what else to do when I was waiting for you to come over late, mm -hmm. as usual. I was 12 minutes late. It's still late. I opened my phone and... Three years ago today, mm -hmm. in my stories. You were at the forum. I was at the forum. How'd yeah. you know that? Well, because you posted it. That's how I know it. I know. That was from my last time at the forum. And oh, that was, was it? Yesterday, uh. I just found that in my phone when I was cleaning out my phone. So, anyways, you did not know, because this is my three years ago at the forum, Search for Everything tour, where he played Continuum for nice. his second set. Anyways, yay me. Or yay everyone who was there, because multiple people were, because they've written it on our Instagram page. You know, I'm going to go see Anne Berlin in October. And they are going to play all the way through Never Take Friendship Personal and all the way through Cities. So, like, that's becoming wow. a thing now that artists are doing. Like, I'm just going to play this John album I started on it. I don't think that that's true. Yeah, that's But true. I can understand why you would think that. Yeah, because it's the only time I cared. Yep. Um, so, John in the News, he played a cocktail party, I don't know, like in Chicago or something. I'm getting so tired of not being invited to these. Also, does he play a just disproportionate amount of private gigs? Or is it just that... He's on my radar. He's the only one I care that plays ah, these games. Because he's question. playing a lot of them in the time that I've been obsessed with him. Well, he's probably a fairly social guy. Doesn't he strike you as a guy who's pretty social? I'm not saying 
he's staying and talking to people afterwards. I just didn't know you could like have Madonna come play your party or Taylor Swift or John Mayer. Well, what I'm saying is I do think he's staying and talking afterwards. Like I feel like no he's one just ever like... has videos or pictures of that pal. Oh, it's really? Just the performances. But maybe he's like no cameras. Yeah, maybe he's just like I don't want to sit at home. You know? Yeah, I guess. I just I'm just mad because how many of these are going to happen that I'm not? I know people. I have friends. You not do. wealthy ones, really. That's true. We may not quite be in his social circle just yet. Hashtag goals, though. To have like a birthday party or a cocktail party, fundraising event, wedding, whatever. And John Mayer performs. Right. Come on. It's like making me mad now. Let's move on to song bio. All right, song bio. No such thing. You mentioned that this was the first song that a lot of people feel like they heard. Right. And that's because it was the very first single off his first major label record. Mm-hmm. Uh, room for squares and so that's a pretty widespread situation it's the truth for me the first song I heard was no such thing um, it this song has been around forever yeah it's very old um, so there is Much like us <laughs> right um, I could just by doing a little bit of searching I'm able to find video of him performing the song all the way back in the year 2000 dang yeah that is old and uh, he changed the lyrics over time. Mm-hmm. And I'll, we'll, when we get the lyrics, I'll point out some just small Quit changes. Skipping ahead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is off his first record. It's David Labriere on bass. It's somebody who I don't remember on drums who doesn't, wasn't one of his consistent contributors. You don't remember on drums? It's like Nick with a Z or. He spells Nick with a Z? Like his last or, name oh. is with a Z or something like that. <laughs> Where does the Z um, go? But we've talked about before when we talked about this record, it wasn't like he had a consistent, like, oh, these are my contributors for this record. It was like kind yeah. of who was available at the time, mm-hmm. bringing people in and out, with the exception of David Labriere, who's been with him for a while, mm-hmm. and was actually performing with him in the earliest version of this song I can find from 2000. Nice. Um, was already playing with him. So mm-hmm. uh, this, you know, he left Berkeley School of Music, which we'll talk about here later on as well. Um, around 98 mm-hmm. and so just two years after that he's in Atlanta he's playing local shows and he's already playing no such thing so wow. that song was one of his first ones awesome mm-hmm. okay that's all I got not that it wasn't enough mm-hmm. oh also this was no, his high- <laughs> sure this was his highest charting song for a while mm-hmm. overall as far as on the hot 100 goes on the hot 100s this song hit 13 okay um, and then say Mm. Which was on Heartbreak Warfare, uh-huh. right? His album ended up on. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit 12 and surpassed it. But for the longest time, this was his highest charts, charting song. Nice. Song. Good job, John. Yeah. So there's lots of versions to discuss. Yeah, I've got a great Way one. Way too excited. I've Way got a great excited. one that I think you're going to love, and you probably have no idea it even exists. Oh, I doubt that. Go ahead. Okay. In store appearance. I know that one. You do? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. He's doing an in store. Uh-huh. Um, I believe it's in Atlanta. Okay. And he's just like talking to the audience, you know, he's a very bantery guy. And he's like talking about, he doesn't have, you know, there's no reason for him to like promote other artists, but he just wants to talk about songs he likes and mm-hmm. artists he likes. And he's like going around the audience, like, what are you listening to? Who do you like? And he goes to mm-hmm. David Labriere, who's with him. Mm-hmm. What are you listening to? And they start going through songs and they're throwing out very John Mayer-ish stuff. Yeah. He, John Mayer throws out Charlie Hunter, who mm-hmm. ended up, you know, working with him on In Repair. Um, and some other like singer songwriter genre people. Of course, he mentions Stevie Ray Vaughan because because mm, John loves him. not yes. Yeah. Um, but somebody yells out, "In uh, Sync." <laughs> nice. And John Mayer's like, "Oh yeah, the Dirty Pop." And he's just mm. like, he's got his acoustic guitar, oh, strums wow. a little bit, and he's like, D-, and then he just starts singing it. He sings the whole first verse wow. of Pop and transitions seamlessly uh-huh. into No Such Thing. 
Real? I did not know that. You better believe the first thing I do when you leave tonight is yep. look that up. Yeah, it's 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 not good video quality, That's but it's fine. just cool to hear him sing. If you ever wanted to hear John Mayer sing in sync and then transition it into one of his own I songs, I didn't know I wanted to till right now, yeah. but I definitely do. Um, on that sort of same vein, my cousin. I don't know why I couldn't say this, but I'm still not going to say her name just in case. He used to work for Capitol Records? Yeah. That is record label? Mm-hmm. And so he came in and did No, a... he works for Columbia. He, he's, he's, he's Columbia, but your cousin worked for Capitol. But I don't Capitol. know why he would have been there then, but for some reason he came to... Or maybe he wasn't in the office. Maybe she went to an event or something, mm-hmm. but she got to sit on the floor like right in front of him mm-hmm. and hear him sing, and she just was like really confused by all the faces he made because back mm-hmm. then it wasn't like a thing and right. people didn't know about it. And so she was just like, I don't know what this is about, but these faces have got to go. Yeah. And I'm always just jealous that that happened. And well, your story reminded me of that. Anyway, so there's the album version. Mm-hmm. Catchy AF, as the kids say. Yeah. This song's so catchy. I'm obsessed with it. Do you have any thoughts on the album version? Uh, yeah, I like it. I think it's the best version. It's really interesting when you listen to um, like super old versions of the song. Uh-huh. Like I said, there's a, a like a... God, just like the grainiest, like home, like camcorder yeah. film of him playing the song in 2000. Um, and like, he, he doesn't have all the instrumentation to it, so he's kind of like singing some of the lines yeah. of like in, in, the, in the solo section. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of like scatting for a little bit scatting. there. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, you can, it's interesting to see kind of the evolution, but definitely I think it peaked um, at the album version. It's just like yeah. super pop production, mm-hmm. it works. I would agree. And there's so much live content of the song that yeah. I stopped listening yeah. or watching in preparation. Mm-hmm. But I will say that it's a song that it feels like it makes more sense to sing when you were young. I, I can't say it I hear him sing it a lot now. Yeah, he didn't do it when I was mm-hmm. there. So I just think it's interesting. Like, not that he outgrew it, but... But it is a young person's yeah, song. Yeah, it's kind of hard to sing now. Absolutely. So specific to a time and place. Um, so let's talk about the video, because that's always my favorite thing to do. Okay. So first of all, I really liked all the... See, these are the comments that make me not qualify for this podcast. <laughs> I really like all the twinkle lights. Uh-huh. Because it reminded me of Gilmore Girls. Right. Um, I love the time in a bottle baggy jeans button up mm-hmm. like probably Abercrombie and Fitcher Hollister shirt mm-hmm. did you not love that what is he doing in a button up it's so hot when you're performing too it's very much his look was very much of the time and I have to say a uh, criticism okay it's not about his hair because I wasn't worried about his hair then his hair was a little unruly it was just how boys looked then yeah um it was a lot of smirkiness okay the smirk factor? Mm-hmm. Why didn't the director say, hey, maybe dial down the smirks? Because, like, you think young John Mayer could dial down the smirks? Yeah, he wouldn't have listened to that constructive criticism. Yeah. Probs not. And I thought, like, oh, this is just a video shoot. Mm-hmm. But, and we'll get to in a minute, we had someone comment, like, oh, I was there for that. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't know they were shooting a video, but I went to that performance. I was like, uh, please tell us more. And she said she thought he played it twice. Mm. And so that was very much just a performance with other songs and stuff. I thought it was just... For the video Yeah, like the a song. fake yeah. performance. So that kind of rocked my world. It is a pretty basic video. It is mm-hmm. just a basic, like, performance video. Yeah. To me, I, I watched it once, and I was like... I was getting bored about halfway through. I was like, yeah. do I really need to finish it? And I did because it's my job. Yeah. Because I am co-host of a John Mayer podcast. You have to come prepared with nuggets like, I liked the twinkle light. There you go. But like, it just is what it is. It's just a basic performance yeah. video. Okay. So I'm ready to move on from versions then. Let's do something else to say. How do we outdo the dirty pop thing? Uh, did we mention that it's also on the EP? 
on. We didn't. We we knew that, but yeah, we did not. It's on Inside Wants Out as well. Yeah, I like the album version. Is my I preference. Did too. So the meaning in general, or to John, I think the meaning is incredibly straightforward, not even really worth discussing. Uh, what I do want to say is that it's also very smirky and lyrical content. Mm -hmm. Like, I know better, I know best, I'm so clever, I'm going to show you guys in 10 years when I go to my high school reunion. But it is very, Lucas, I'm not calling on you, oh, it's very you. It, it, it very much. At, so a, at a certain time. You can imagine. It's like your anthem for like 20 years. Right, you can imagine when I heard this song for the first time, mm -hmm. and I'm, I think it was 23, mm -hmm. and I just hadn't gone to college yet. No, you were really against college back then. Yep. And In I fact, was, you would say to me, what are you going to do with that shiny new diploma like exactly, every day? Exactly, yeah. So annoying. And I, like John Mayer, was a music school dropout. Mm -hmm. At that time, That's you true. know, That's so it was, yeah, who I was just trying to pursue music. Mm -hmm. it, it was this was like, yes, John, yeah, yes, you feel me. Um, an interesting little tidbit he originally wanted to record the video at his own actual high school that he went to. Oh, that would have been cute. But they, they turned said no. him down. I bet they did. Because the lyrics were so negative. Yeah, I they were like, either. No, no, Absolutely. No. And not. he wasn't a big enough deal. Now, I imagine they probably Come get a different in, response. John. Yeah. <laughs> but this is the first record, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't blame them for that. This was 100% a very Lucasy song. Mm -hmm. For sure. Mm -hmm. uh, I was, you know, pretty. I've always been very strong at learning. Learning has never been. Uh, I would say it's being the thing I'm best at mm -hmm. is learning things. Um, so school wasn't particularly difficult for me, but I also had no desire to go on to college. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do music. Mm -hmm. and college didn't really help me with that. Um, and I thought I could really like such like a goodwill hunting like mm -hmm. clone. I can learn everything I need. I have a library card, right? Yeah. And I did also I, Walt Grace clone. Well, there you go. And I really did like learn a ton like mm -hmm. on my own um, until I got to a place where I was like. You know, like, I'm going to need a grown-up job, and yeah. any grown-up job is going to need a college degree. So. Shiny new degree is what it's Shiny called. Shiny new degree, you. yes. So, yeah. So, uh, then later in life, I didn't start college until I was 25. Mm -hmm. But for a long time, this was me. Like, yeah, you all go do your thing. And I went to a private school. So, like, the kids Most that I went to, to high college. school were going to, yeah. yeah. And not just, they weren't just going to, like... Cal State, right? No mm. offense. That was very rude. <laughs> it was very pointed, and it was very rude. They were go they were going to like other prestigious schools and private mm -hmm. schools and things like that. And so my graduating class, there's me and one other guy who were like, yeah, we're not going to college. Mm -hmm. And they were just like, didn't know what to do with us. Yeah. Did you play him? Oh, you couldn't have played him John's song because it didn't exist yet. It didn't exist yet, yeah. no. I think it's just, I just kind of encapsulates a lot of his personality, his way of thinking. Um, and, and I could see where there's a little bit of bitterness and smirkiness mm -hmm. because not every path is college that's totally fine um it's just he knew exactly what he wanted he's going to be successful he had the confidence and so it's fun it's a fun song to look back on yeah because had it been a one-hit wonder or whatever it'd be like oh that didn't pan out but now it's you know just was telling the future ultimately i think this so there's this i'm in i'm in education for a living right that's the grown-up job that I ended up getting after I went to college right ironically yes. yeah and there's there's always sort of this tension between like in education, we tend to push education, mm -hmm. right? So the answer is you go to college, you yeah. do this thing. And there's that tension between that and people who want to say there's no such thing as the real world, mm -hmm. like, I'm just going to go get a job, mm -hmm. right? And there's, 
good points on both sides. The point is, like, the the path isn't the same for every person. Right. And every person gets to decide. Yeah. And you can choose, hey, I'm going to choose a safer, a more secure path, or I'm going to do this other thing that is totally insecure mm -hmm. and may not pan out. But that's the beauty of being a human is you get to make that choice, right? Yeah. And I think hopefully, that's at least what I try to do in education, hopefully others are as well, is understanding that, like, Ultimately, once these kids turn 18, that decision is up to them. And I want to provide you with all the information yeah. so that you can make the best decision you want. But I'm not pressuring you to yeah. make any particular decision. If you want to go do that thing, go do that thing. Right. If you're like, hey, I could really use some extra education and I want to have the security of having a degree. Yeah. Because statistically, you'd still make more money mm -hmm. when you have a degree. And there are careers that are open to you that wouldn't be. Mm -hmm. my, my current career, which I'm pretty happy with, wouldn't be available to me if I had not gone to college. Same. Yeah, I think that, um, I had something profound to say, but I don't remember. Oh, I think that if you push someone to go into college and kind of force them, that's a waste of everyone's time. So. Yeah, because by the time I did go to college, right, eight years, it took me eight years to get to college, I wanted to be there. Mm -hmm. Also, I was paying for it myself. Take it a little more serious. So, yeah, yeah, I took it super serious, and I was a way better college student than I was a high school student. Yeah. I was in high school because I had to be. Mm -hmm. I was in college because I chose to be. You were in high school to hit on girls, if I, I remember was, correctly. Yes, yeah, so, so the part where he said, like, I never lived the dream of the prom queens and the drama queens, mm -hmm. I, I I did. That was that I was very much in the mix. <laughs> I think like we all did. Yeah. Well, that's a good segue into lyrics. Yeah. So, what is your favorite lyric from the song? Oh my goodness! There's so many wonderful things here that it's I like. It's very quotable. Um, here's one that I still love. I'd like to think the best of me is still hiding up my sleeve. Everyone loves it. Yeah. yeah. What's interesting is I mentioned before that in the earliest version, I think some lyrics were different, mm -hmm. and the recording quality quality is not great. So I could be wrong about this. Mm -hmm. When I heard the oldest version I could find in this song, I came away with the impression that he said that line was. I'd like to thank the best of me for still being up my sleeves. Oh, I don't think that's true. That's pretty close in sound, pal. It is, but that's also like I could see writing that no, would be really cool. No, it makes sense too. Yeah, I you like know? it this way though. It's it's a confidence of like mm -hmm. I know. Well, he has confidence. Yeah, I know the best of me is still up there, so I love that. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I just found out there's no such thing as a real world. Mm -hmm. Just a lie. You've got to rise above. Yeah. Is, 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 I like how we just funny. found out. He has yep. a lot to say about it for just finding out. Yeah. I think that I mean every so many people wrote the best of me is still hiding up my sleeve part as their favorite. I like the part where he's going to his reunion and busting down the double doors. Oh, Where's yeah. his reunion at? How does he know there's double doors? I guess he thinks it's at the gym. The school, right? Yeah. And standing on the tables and all that. That's just a funny visual, something I could see him actually doing. And I thought that this had more lyrics than the average song we analyze. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. noticed that as well. Very so, lyric heavy. Not yes. in life, but by comparison. Yes. And the, the lines are long, too. Mm -hmm. This is not like peak pop songwriting yeah. John Mayer. It's great songwriting. It's just mm -hmm. not like peak pop mm -hmm. structure. Um, you know what's interesting about this song is he references uh, high school reunions. Mm -hmm. Do you know that this is 25 years for you and I? Uh, wow, that's disturbing. This would be our 25-year reunion, but Did social media has destroyed reunions. Okay, so it's not just my school. No, it's, it's everyone's like, school. Why? I know what everyone's up to. Because how is my dad still going to them? And I've never been to one. I, did, I went to my tenure. 
I didn't go to that, and I wish I would have because it's all we had. So yeah. I really regret not going. Um, but yeah, like, why why have What are you going to say? Like, oh, did you get married? Do you have kids? I already know. I know. I know their names, what they look like, what grade they're in. Everybody I want to talk to, I still talk to. Right? Same. Maybe not as much as I would like to, mm-hmm. but, like, we're still in each other's lives. I think our experience is different, though, because when you go to private school, it's so small. So small, Like, right. if I had gone to this, a school the size of our kids' school, Right, which I mean, is massive. They can't even keep track of people right now. Right. So I do see... Maybe it's a private school thing. Yeah, it could Let be. Let us know in the comments. Like, my graduating class was, like, 50. So. Oh, wow. That's a lot smaller than yeah. mine. It's very, it's very manageable to keep track of, of everybody. Of course, you don't have a reunion. That would be ridiculous. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm ready for listener feedback, unless you have more to say about the lyrics. Let's hear what the listeners have to say. First of all, we got an 84% play on this song and a 16% skip. I did wonder if it was going to be higher in the skip, only because... It's so old. It's so old. Yeah, you spend a lot of time with it, so the the torquil you spend a lot of time with it. So some of these are a little lengthy. Um, There's a lot of repetition, a lot of comments, a lot of common feelings, Mm -hmm. and this is my first John Mayer song, so I did. If I didn't choose yours, it's not because I don't love you or I don't think it's valuable, um, but just because I tried to make sure I got everybody's general gist. So Great Figure Eight says, I will never forget the moment I first heard John's voice. It was mid-2002. I was 21 and working at a little store in Hampton, Virginia. I was sweeping the floor, getting ready to wrap up my work day, when out of the in-store speakers came the most beautiful sound I've ever heard. I was stopped in my tracks, literally. I stood there in complete silence, eyes wide. I swear I might have forgotten to breathe, just staring at the speaker on the wall until the song finished. I'm going to pause what she's saying here, Mm -hmm. he or she to say that I, everyone seems to know where they were the first time they hear it and have like a lot of specific memories. I'm like, damn. I remember where I was. I was in my office. You I, were? I, yeah. I, I, I was remember on, where I was. I was on my computer in office. I had downloaded this song off LimeWire. Ooh. That's how I first heard it. Breaking the law? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I Rolling Stone had written about him, so that's so why I knew. Listen to it on so purpose, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, let me go listen to it. And uh, obviously, I heard the song, and as you said, it was very Lucasy. I very Lucasy. Immediately fell in love and then illegally downloaded the rest of the record. <laughs> A lot of people spoke to downloading illegally on this, too. Yeah. Uh, so, Aggregate Figure Eight continues quote, and that was the new song. This is what you heard on the radio. And that was the new song from newcomer John Mayer. Boy, does that young man have a bright future ahead of him. <laughs> or what? The DJ said after the song finished, that song was no such thing. I remember that name, John Mayer, and immediately went home and downloaded every live and studio recording I could find. Sorry, John. And I was instantly hooked. The next time I got paid, I went out and bought Room for Squares and then Inside Wants Out when it was reissued by Columbia a few months later. This was the song that started it all, and now 20 years later, I'm so glad to be able to say I've seen John exponentially grow as an artist. The young man sure did all right, didn't he? Local 83 for life. I just heard he he or her great figure eights just really kind of said what everybody had to say in a really beautiful way. So thank you for that comment. Lisa Tweak said, talk about makes me feel good kind of song. Excuse me as I get back to dancing my A asterisk asterisk off in my living room while screaming the words to this song. So groovy. Dancing emoji. Disco ball emoji. Did you know there was a disco ball emoji? I have never used a disco ball emoji. I am literally ending every text for the rest of my life now. Disco ball emoji. Great. We're hearing from one of our favorites, Anna... You're all our favorites. <laughs> We're hearing from someone who's been commenting since early on, Anna Van Tassel. I absolutely love this song. As a teacher, I dislike when people say they're preparing students for the, quote, real world, end quote, because the world they're currently in is obviously very real. 
Mm-hmm. Quote, they love to tell you stay inside the lines, but something's better on the other side, end quote. I love these lines because it really speaks to the high school slash post-high school struggle to not just conform to the rules, but to figure out for ourselves what we want our lives to look like. Yeah. The, the opening line, welcome to the real world, she said to me condescendingly, take a seat, take your life, plan it out in black and white. As a teacher, I can totally picture a teacher telling a student to sit down and plan their life out and appealing to the student the way John describes it. I hope to never be that teacher. So this song is great for me because one, it's so very catchy. I agree. Two, I think back to my own high school experience of being very good kid who read all the books, she can't find the answers. And three, because now that I'm a teacher and adult, I can reflect upon how much of life is just about living it and figuring it out as you go and how I can hopefully help my students figure themselves out instead of being put in a box. Wow, Anna. That was great. I wish Anna had been my son's teacher at some point, but he's about to graduate, so. Yeah, and you don't live in her school district either. No, I just meant like in theory. Yeah. Like she sounds like a fabulous teacher who really oh, cares yeah. about students. Yep. What school district is she work? Um, so in the last I heard, mm. she was in uh, Yucaipa. Oh, close enough. Or she might have been in like the Beaumont Banning, somewhere east of us. Got it. Okay. Sorry, Anna. I should keep up on where you're at. But... Maybe she doesn't want us to say on the podcast. I guess we should just leave her information personal. Mm. At Candy.Jane27 says, This song was popular when I was in high school, and it was a breath of fresh air. It made me hopeful for life after high school. It made me feel like it's okay to be me, which is a popular, again, yep. common theme. At She's on the Run said, This was THE, in all caps, Song that let me discover John Mayer. I was in high school at the time, so the lyrics felt like an anthem. Especially, they love to tell you stay inside the lines, but something's better on the other side. It was like he was giving everyone permission to think for themselves, be themselves. It was the message I needed to hear at the time. Love, love, love that. Yep. And the last one we're going to share was at Meredith Coffin, who said, With you, John. I just can't wait till my 10-year reunion. I'm going to bust down the double doors. Heart emoji, which I thought was cute. You know what's funny? Like, so he's already talking about 10-year reunions. So I mm. with him. he's, we've talked about this before, how time is a big theme for yes, him. Yes, Like, definitely. it's here. Even especially the line, like, in the second verse, all of our parents, they're getting older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I wonder if they've wished for anything better while in their memories, tiny tragedies. Like, that that sense he's talked about that exact idea mm-hmm. several times over since and then. Over. Like, my parents are getting older. Yeah. Like, are, do they? Have they're regrets? always getting older, do even they, when you're young. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's just like all like here. This is like the, the all the stuff is prototypical. Like started here and kind of progressed upwards. Totally. And it's such like a young man song, right? Like you said, like yes. I, I feel like almost like a Breakfast Club imagery when he's like yelling, I'm invincible in yes. the bridge. Like he's like standing on a desk somewhere yelling, I'm invincible. With a trench coat and gloves with the fingers cut out. Absolutely. Yeah. He could pull that off. He could pull off any And look. then he, he stumbles and falls off the desk he's standing on. But he, but he does like a, he does like a little roll and hops back Pops up. Back and up. He's like, okay. I'm still invincible. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. Okay, so let's rate the song then. All right. So uh, Jill, for you... Is this a quiet song, or is this a song that turns the ladies on? This is, according to the internet, mm-hmm. a 24%... Oh, see, this is my fault. I gave them the cardigan category. Okay. And they, they took it and ran with it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not 41% cardigan song. Mm-hmm. 41%? I'm mm-hmm. boxing them back in to either quiet or turns the ladies on. 41% cardigan, 35% turns the ladies on, 24% quiet song. Jill thinks... 
It's turn the ladies on. Oh, okay. not intentionally, accidentally. Okay. Well, there's a smuggy smirkness. Look there how clever I am. There is definitely some smirkiness I'm going make on. It. Yeah, I'm be a famous rock star. But it's also it's just so fun and confident and catchy. And women do like confidence, or people are attracted mm-hmm. to other people who are confident. And so I don't know that it was an intention, but I do feel it's like a eighty percent turns the ladies on. What do you think? So I always just pick a category because mm-hmm. that's I'm a decisive human and not okay that's congratulations my bets on We're all so three categories uh, I, I also agree I think this is a turns the ladies mm-hmm. on song I don't think it's the, the most clear cut case in no. his catalog of no, a no. turns the ladies on song Definitely but not. it's not a quiet song it's a boisterous song this is a song that it, he literally, literally is selling I want to scream at the top of my lungs yeah. so it's hard to categorize something as a quiet song mm-hmm. when he's saying I want to scream at the top of my lungs and he's like running through the halls of his high school mm-hmm. he's like busting through double doors this is yeah. an action movie right here yeah, that's he's not getting quiet. a workout in yeah, yeah that is not quiet and so then the other option being turn the ladies on and while there's nothing like directly explicit about that mm-hmm. yeah like exactly you think of like the characters from the the shows who are like i don't need any of this yeah. i made it on my own oh he's so dreamy yes you know? yes no totally i agree all right, so that brings us to speaking of loving John. Yeah, how much does a song make you love John? It's a 4.5. Okay. Let me tell you why he was deducted 0.5 points. Okay. The Smirkies. Like, control your face, dude. From the watch video, it again. Or... Literally watch the video again. It is smirk 75% of the time. Okay. So he, he gets deducted some points. I'm sorry, John. I know you're listening. I know you're upset. It's not a five. It could have been. Mm-hmm. There's a little too much cockiness, even though that is what the song is. It literally is... That, it just, yeah, I was just, I don't know. I don't usually watch a video and I'm like, oh, I love his face. I'm like, seriously, why do you keep smirking? Uh, John, you're not John. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> um, sometimes I do too. Uh, you know, I also agree with you. I would say it's like at a, at a 4.5 region because this is not his best song. So that would be a five, right? His best songs are fives. Mm-hmm. This is not one of those. But it's just the hair below it, right? It's so upbeat and it's fun. It's really great. I mean, if, if I'm going to knock the song for something, I don't like the bridge. Okay. The bridge doesn't do anything for me musically. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that's kind of like, uh, and this, you know, the instrumental section doesn't really do anything for me. It's not the guitar playing that we see in later John no. there. So. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, obviously, great song. Love it. Yeah. Okay. So that brings us to discussion questions, of which I have none. I was going to ask you if you went when to your reunion. When was the last time you came in with the actual discussion question? Last week. I I feel like literally every I week asked we one sit last here. Week. Did you? No, I don't know. Yeah. Like every week we sit here, you didn't have a discussion question. Well, because I did have one. It was going to be. Did you go to your high school reunion? You already disclosed that you did. I went to my high school reunion. It was weird. Um. Yeah. It was. Not a great hang. Mm-hmm. Like one, one of my friends was kind of having a rough time in life. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. You think about like who the people that you're friends with in high school and the reasons that you're friends with them. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward 10 Proximity. years to being grown up and like those reasons don't hold any water anymore. Yeah. Right? And it's like, why were we such good friends? And then you have some people that like I have friends that are still friends. I think the world absolutely. of, you Me know. Too. Well, you know I do. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And so, you know, so a couple of the guys I still talk to all the time. Still try and, you know, make the schedules work so we can hang out, though it's yeah. a lot harder at this point. Yeah. Um, but you know, they were just, like, really decent people and stayed really decent people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like, oh, I think I was just friends with this person because, like, they were popular and we played sports together. Yeah. And, you know. It's proximity and to you, a certain degree. It's kind of like being at work and making friends. It doesn't yeah. mean those friendships aren't substantial and they don't last, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's literally just that's who's around. So what are you going to do? 
There you go. And not every... Especially at a school like ours. Of course. Yeah. And not every relationship has to last forever. Right. right? The value of relationships shouldn't be defined by how long it lasts, mm -hmm. but by how impactful it is for you in that time. Yeah. I saw something somebody posted recently that were they were like, some uh, some people are just meant to be sunrises in your life. Oh. You know? And like, yeah. yeah. It's and then just there for a moment. And it's, yeah. and, it's, and it's beautiful. I love and that. Then, yeah. Help, maybe help you out of a dark time. And yeah. Move along. Did yeah. you bring a discussion question, smarty judgmental pants? Um, well, oh, no, you didn't. Oh, I thought you paused. So I was like, ha, touche. So this song says there's no such thing as the real world. As right. someone who has been in the real world now for 25 years, do you agree? I mean, I think like Anna said, mm -hmm. the kids are already in it, mm -hmm. but it's a different severity. Mm -hmm. It's a... Like if we're doing percentages like we do on here, like when you're in school, elementary school, I mean, you're, you're shielded from the responsibility of paying bills right. or learning how to color and write, which is probably stressing you out. Like mm -hmm. how people deal with stress and anxiety. Like I remember always thinking, oh, well, I'm not going through like real problems. I don't have real stress. Other people, no, like how it is in your mind and in your body is very real. Yeah. So I would say that it's still so different from when you're in school to when you're not in school. Like right. even my son being a senior, like I was just going to say, I wanted to bring that up. How does that play into it? This feels very real worldly to me. I don't know. He seems fine. He mm -hmm. plays video games still, but I just, I don't know. I, I don't think that there is such a thing as a real world. We're all in the real, or we, there is, we're all in it. We're all living it. But there is a point in your life when it feels more real than it used to. Yeah. That's my answer. What's yours? Yeah. So I, for me, that point is when, you become responsible for other people's lives. Mm, okay. You know, like it's super real for me. Like I'm not just like going on my own through life anymore, which I did for a very long time. Yeah. But now I have like a wife and I have two kids yeah. that like are depending on me. Yeah, to, if you like, make a mistake, it, together. it exactly. affects a lot of other people, not just yourself. If you can't eat for a week. Right. But exactly. when your kids can't eat for a week. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So uh, that for me is very real because like the stakes are just so much higher, right? Yeah. The stakes for me in my life are just so much higher than mm -hmm. they were when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. um, and also the other thing is like we have less time now mm. than we did back then as far as like how much time we have left in this life. Yeah. And time like, in the day because you're always at work. Well, no matter how, we don't know how long we're going to live, but we yeah. know we're closer to the end than we were when we were in high school. This right? is uplifting. So you had all this you're time welcome, to- You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> well, you had more time to make mistakes and correct from them, right? Yeah. Now I feel like I, I, I've, in my own life, I don't want to speak for anyone else, definitely feel a clock ticking yeah. on like certain goals that I have for my life and things mm -hmm. that I wanted to do that like, I mean, honestly, at my life, if it hasn't happened already, statistically, it's very unlikely to happen. Mm -hmm. And then I go see John Mayer play and Steve Ferroni is 70 years old on tour with them. And I'm yeah. like, all right, that so I got gives me another 28 years maybe, yeah. you know. Um, but obviously, Steve Ferroni's a legend and that's a very different situation. Um, but yeah, so uh, then then it feels very real because it's like I'm coming up on thing, just things that aren't going to happen for me just Probably because of not. because yeah, of time. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. And also, scary. like, there's only I only have so many years left to be beautiful, you know. Like, <laughs> I don't really age, so I don't know about beauty, but I stay pretty youthful looking, and I'm grateful for that. Nice. I recently got a like a line wrinkle reducing serum. Is that working for you? I don't. I haven't noticed any difference yet. Yeah, because those things don't work. Uh, I'm trying. <laughs> All right, uh, then I guess that's the episode then. Oh, wait, what's next week? You're... Next week is fan vote. Oh, okay, so go, oh, sorry. So go to Instagram uh, at Mayor Studies and in the 
Where do I post it? In the story? In the story. Oh, yeah. In the story is where I get the initial suggestions. Then any suggestion that's multiple, uh, mentioned multiple times I put in a poll, except for the one time everyone randomly suggested the same song. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can vote on which song we talk about next week. And then the episode after that... Might maybe be a guest. We might. You're right. Thank mm-hmm. you. We yeah. might have a special guest. And then the episode after that is not important and several episodes from yeah. <laughs> at some so point we're get, at some point in the month of october yeah at some point in the month of october we'll have the episode with amy and i and lucas where we tell the story of the time i met john mayer one million years ago yeah so you have that to look forward to being released sometime in the month of october i think we're, we're so much to say pointing to like a third week of october kind of release something like that maybe yes. like a pre-halloween oh yeah i like release. that vibe yeah. i think about it all the time i think oh i've got to remember this i've started making notes in my phone like i have to remember to say this and nice. this so be ready for as i've said five hour two-part podcast <laughs> do you have any inclination as for what you think the song might be that they choose do you ever like feel like oh because i saw what every whatever voted last week i kind of have a sense of where they're going or does it feel like brand new every week no i do feel like i can sense the direction i can't right now because i've had a, a super stressful day so i'm not able so to your really brain's retain not able stuff to function that way. yeah but there is i can like forecast mm-hmm. now before i was always like what is happening but now i kind of have a sense like out loud i kind of have a sense of what they're gonna do but I'm it can go anyway i will say this when i take the most is most of the time when I take the songs that have been mentioned most and I put up in the poll mm-hmm. it is an automatic the song that's going to be chosen gets the lead like mm. four people voted and I'm like okay well we know like I could pull the, oh, poll, wow. the poll down then it uh-huh. never goes back and forth or neck and neck in a way where it's close whoever whoever is the early leader is always there yeah after an hour I know what song it's going to be so I'll even like start my work on it because nice. like, well, I know it's going to be this but yeah. I'll share it with you because I don't have to send a text that's like oh I was wrong <laughs> yeah which is which is good that's fine for me okay good it's kind of fun to have this the, the tension of because you know I vote in the pool it's so annoying yeah you uh, get your whole own week yeah and I get to contribute like the rest of the community does to the other week um, <laughs> and so like I'll vote in it and then I'll see where the percentages are and that will kind of I can kind of start like yeah, processing like oh too. what would I say if that one's the winner yeah. how, how well do I know this song yeah like there's some of them that have been up there like assassin i don't know well at all oh that song's so good remember i, I had to text you when he's playing yes, it. i was like did. I, I think this song is called assassin like yeah didn't that, i think i'm gonna pick it's on, assassin it's on next battle time. studies yeah. i don't i didn't i skipped the battle studies album entirely well we're gonna host the podcast we're gonna need you to get into it but you guys it's your choice so i can't wait to see what you suggest and then what you ultimately pick all right thank you guys for listening <laughs> like a super awkward pause. We're like, and uh, we're just out of and things bye. to say. Yeah. And, and, and goodbye. See. Have a great week. We'll see you. Well, we never see you. We'll talk to you next week. Bust through some double doors somewhere. I don't care where. Find some double doors and bust through Go back through to your them. old high school and throw a concert. Film your video. That there. would be great. Just I could, do it on your iPhone. I could absolutely not do that, though, because my no, high school no, is no, way no, too conservative. School, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>